Let's bring in CNN Chief Legal Analyst Jeffrey Tubin to talk about this and more. Hi, Jeffrey. Hello, Alice. It's been a while. It has been a while, indeed. I feel like we should address um, what's happened in the months since we've seen you, since some of our viewers may not know what has happened. So uh, I guess I'll recap. I'll do the honors. Help yourself. Okay. Um, in October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right, sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much, and um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense, because nothing is really in my defense, I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible, but... I mean that that is part of that that is part of the story, um, and you know I have spent the seven subsequent months. Check check. Stupid time. That was my sc scraped together intro, which I think everyone enjoyed. I hadn't heard that yet. Oh, really? No. Oh. I didn't go out of my way to... Oh, I went out of my way. But, I went uh, out of my way to find that. That, huh. that host was really loving. She was like, just... <laughs> and he, he didn't even care enough. Like, his reaction was very... He's like, get it over with. Yeah. But you know what? If you mess up that bad, and CNN will still have you back, you're good. Like, yeah, he's fine. This is on CNN. Yeah, this is on what we like to call the libs. Like, they're... The Dems, if they're good with it, then you really won't face much, face much backlash. I mean, he said it was deeply moronic. What what more can you say? Yeah, like yeah, I was stupid. Okay. Meanwhile, Louis C.K. is like in the forever doghouse. Different slash, scenario. What is it? A different scenario? Yes. Very much so. I don't know about that. You're right. It is a different scenario, but like, it it might be a comp in some way. Are you trying to uncancel Louis? <laughs> I mean, this is the second week in a row he's tried. I think. Who did I try last week? Louis. Did I really? Oh my god! <laughs> so you miss him, huh? I don't miss him at all. My life is fine without Louis. I still get the emails. Okay, they're very long. Hmm. Episode two, season two. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever thought it would happen, but we're here. Uh, yes, this is podcast Y Tip, which I would like to catch on. Um, yeah, we're back in the Willow Ridge Studios. Uh, I still pay a mortgage for the Court Street Studios, but it might be done after this weekend where I'm officially out. And Big I'm weekend. I feel like you've been teasing this a lot on the yeah, pod I'm for the past <laughs> three months. Um, no, I mean, you know. I, and really, I, I, Scott's the legal owner of your condo anyway. So that's true. Dude. All that is true. finances you should go through him. All proceeds so that my way. 200 grand I'm getting, I guess I, we have to split. <laughs> Uh, that's a I'll, tough scene. I'll reinvest in the show. Yeah, that'd be great. We're going places. <laughs> that would be really good. I didn't even look at the numbers for last week. I'm. It's not worth it to look at the numbers. I get nothing out of it. Mm. 
Um, it's fun to look at the totals, but I was thinking today is that we should probably watch In the Heights for next week. Yes. Were you thinking that? Yep. Okay, I was cool. also thinking that. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the way in the beginning. And <laughs> I'm surprised that you were thinking that, Pat. I mean, it's got the dude that played uh, the main the main character is the guy that played Spike Lee in the Girl Six. Or no, she's got to have it on Netflix. Who was okay? Who who did he play in Hamilton? He played two characters. Okay. John Lawrence and uh, Alexander Hamilton's he, son, Philip. He's got charisma. I like him a lot. He does. So he's great. What are the early reviews of In the Heights? What I've seen is mostly positive. It's not okay. an amazing musical, but it's a good musical. Yeah. I, I heard a song, and it it was the same sort of like what, speech pattern slash, yeah. I don't know. It, it was a, He's got a, a, a style. But you know what? When I heard that, I said, it is what it is, and that's what they're selling, and it's my choice to buy. I'm buying. I will watch it, <laughs> because I, this isn't like 10 years later with Hamilton, where I've already been sullied. I've already been like you know sort of corrupted in a way where i it's technically more but that's okay yeah well so i will watch it with an open mind so next week in the heights sounds good um so paired with recommendation from your sister from your sister my sister who maybe we'll try to get her on yeah um is she really excited about the new afi record that came out today no she is not is your sister excited about it no okay i'm not that it wasn't that good so wait there's a new AFI record. Dropped today. Is it the same band or? I think so. So you get Davey Havoc. I didn't look too okay, far well, into this. He's the lead singer, so if he's not I'm, there. Yeah, no, Davey's there. Okay, that's exciting. I'm, I'm thinking we kind of have to kind of, for the podcast to continue to be enjoyable, is that we have to kind of like dive deep into nostalgia mm-hmm. and also sort of like have like a, like with Twin Peaks, which is we all watched the pilot again. You guys have seen it. Yeah. It's a great thing for nostalgia, but it's like wholly original. And it didn't feel nostalgic to me. That's because you had never seen it before. I had tried to watch it numerous times. Oh. Okay. And it never clicked. Okay. Did it click for me? We'd, uh, we'll we'll find like, out. We'll find out. But I would love to listen to an AFI record for next week if it's just like a toss, toss away. Yeah, you can give it a listen. We could okay. talk about it briefly. All right. That's cool. We don't have to subject Emily to this. That's There's one or two AFI songs that I like. The Good. Leaving Song Part 2? Scott introduced me to them when Days we were the 17 Phoenix? years old. Yeah, Days of the Phoenix and Black Sails and Sunset, maybe. That's, That's the a album. great song. Oh. Is there a song I, called that, too? It, I don't know. Clove Smoke Catharsis? Not sure. That was always a big fan. That was always that yours, one. your favorite. Speaking of AFI, I'm on uh, Spotify, and Mike Rosada's top song showed up. Yeah? What's he listening to these days? Let's find out. Um... It was very you. It was very Mike Rosada. We can edit this out if we need to. Da, 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 da. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it. Fill in the dead air, please. I'm just gonna let you cut this. Okay. <laughs> I be, I've become better at cutting stuff. So before uh, you cut it, I will say that for something to be nostalgic, it doesn't have to be something you viewed in your youth. There are certain songs or movies or books that evoke that nostalgic yeah, feeling. More but than I will this. say Twin Pokes. Twin Pokes. <laughs> Twin, Twin Pokes. Pokes. Tubin time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when you go to get lunch and you're at the Japanese Twin place. Twin Peaks. Uh, I'll take Doesn't Twin really Pokes. Have that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what does. Not even <laughs> drinking tonight either. More than this. 
by Roxy Music. Mm. That has nostalgia. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I like where the... I like the two things we picked for this week. Roxy Music, Avalon. We thought it was Brian Eno. It's not. It's Brian Ferry. It is a little bit, just not this album. By yeah. we, we also mean you. <laughs> <laughs> so we all went to the dock. We paid for a ride on the ferry. <laughs> and Brian was driving. <laughs> Brian was driving. Um, it's going to be a long night, I think. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're pretty streamlined. Um, all right, so my roommate... No, I'm just kidding. My girlfriend's daughter... She wanted to play the ukulele on the program. And I said, no. But then I realized it's a music podcast. Yeah, our first live performance. Yeah, so she's played in front of a live audience before at Mamma Mia's in Marshfield. We went to see okay. her teacher play. And her teacher was like, do you want to come up on stage and play? And we were like, no, don't do it. And then she did it, and it was fine. So um, I'm going to go grab her. Okay. And we can chat with her a little bit. And since you guys aren't in a rush, I think we can take our time with it. So hold on one sec. Okay. The big musical performance, our first ever live performance. Very exciting. Very exciting. I think that, you know, I think I want this to be the beginning of like, like other people coming in, session musicians, mm-hmm. maybe live from the basement. Maybe live from the front yard. I don't know. From the tiny table as opposed live to the tiny Live from the tiny desk. table. That is really good. I really like that. All right. So, Kaylee, you got to introduce yourself. Say your name. And go as close to the mic as I am. Just say what your name is. You, you got to say your name. What are you nervous about? I don't know. Are you recording? This is recording. Oh, God. <laughs> um, my name is Kaylee. What about the no accent policy we had? Oh, delete this, please. No, we can't delete it. Delete it. Oh. We can't delete it. Hold on one sec. Delete it, please. I messed up. All right, I'll give you another chance to introduce yourself. What is your name? Haley. Can I go up close? Haley. Okay. All right, and where are you from? <laughs> Massachusetts. I think we kind of know you're from Massachusetts. What, what town? <laughs> what town are you from? Weymouth. But what town are we in right now? Bridgewater. She's a Weymouth girl at heart. She's Leave not her a Weymouth alone. girl. That's a lie. I was born in Weymouth. You got to talk into the mic. I was born in Weymouth. Okay. Not- it sounds like she was born in, like, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are you going to do for us tonight? Play um, the ukulele. Um, All right. I'm going to give you, like, one more chance. You got to talk into the microphone or it won't be recorded. She's trying. Give her a break. But My she's got to get up close. You can hold it with your hand if you want. No, we can't restart. All right, so what are you going to do for us tonight? Play the ukulele. <laughs> okay, cool. So do you want to just play it and we can guess what song it is? Or do you want to tell us? I'm just going to play the song I made up first. Okay, so she had a cat. Original. That, this is an original. She had a cat that passed away. Oh, no. At two years old. So we were outside and I said... Hey, you should... Did I send you that picture of her playing ukulele like in the street? Uh, I don't think so. So I said, you know what? You should write a song about something that means a lot to you. So I said, what about the cat that died? Hmm. And then she came up with this song. Is it a ukulele Yeah, it's a ukulele <laughs> You get that, right? Okay, so let me get my paper first. Yeah, okay. Get set up. I need to get the... Um, thought you would have done this before, but it's okay. It's just so harsh. 
we we went through many practices about how this was going to go. Well, you know, first time it's I'm always a little rough. Seven years old, and it was nerve wracking for me <laughs> the first time. I, that, that's okay. That's fair. <laughs> she can't be plied with alcohol. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> to ease the nerves, like me and you. <laughs> All right, so you don't need to use the headphones if you don't want to. I don't have any more headphones like this. Patrick specifically requested earbuds. I for did. You. I said if you had earbuds, we can swap. That's a great name for a podcast. Do you you no, want to use these? It's fine. Yeah. No, let her use these. Okay. We'll switch. I've never actually had to produce like this before. You have weird ears. Just face it. That's okay. All right. Can you hear better? Check, check. Yes. Sound okay. good. Why don't you give a little practice strum in front of the mic so you can he- see what it sounds. But like natural. Like, like, how you, like you're going to play. Like you're really going to play. So why don't you move up a little closer. You don't have to lean too far forward. Too f- wait. Don't tap it. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm not... Re- is that recording this? It's been recording. Dude, okay. Um. And we're sending this to your school as well. Like... <laughs> I don't... You can play... If you want to sit, like, in your natural position, like, if we move you a little bit like that... Yeah, and just put put that... Oh no, <laughs> Tuber's back. That is, is not, not for not children. For, it is for children. No, Jeffrey Tubin is not no, for children. He would be Why in jail. Why are you searching up Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> He's a big tube. Yeah. So that's the content I'm looking for with the kids. <laughs> Alright, so you ready to play the song? Yeah. She watches too much Broad City with her mother. <laughs> Does she? Yeah, Don't absolutely. Don't watch Broad City. It's a good it's a great it's show. It's a great show. I Just, don't even watch it. My mom watches it. She does. My mom has good taste. I hate my mom watching Broad City. <laughs> Help. Okay. Are you recording this for video? Do you want me to? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to? Sure. Okay. She, I can sign for her. No, I messed up on, like, live. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. Okay, let's go again. Okay. That was pretty good. No, it was That's not. the song, though. Let's go again. Is that it? Excuse 
Patrick. There we go. Now that is about her cat that passed away. She wrote the notes out and then made the song. Well Which done. Was, Don't have the lyrics. That's okay. You want to sing the lyrics? No. My cat went to a farm real far away. He went to um the farm and never came back. Yeah, that's, that's what we told her. I got fourteen out of sixteen on my test. Yeah, that's for schoolwork. Yeah, she Good got job. fourteen out of a hundred. Not great, Not but fourteen we're t- out of sixteen. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I told you that, Patrick. Okay. Somewhere over the rainbow. All right, we'll let you play that. Then we're going to have to let you go. Your publicist is telling us you got to go. Are you going to sing it too? No. I'll sing it. No. You going to sing it? Yeah, I'll sing it. Don't, please. <laughs> Talking to the mic. Don't say the lyrics, please. Okay, hit us with the song. Okay. I didn't mean to do that. Edit that out, please. <laughs> no. The whole thing. No. Can we restart this? No, we can't restart it. We, we, it's, we, it's called We Fix It in Post. Yeah, that we means got post after production. it's over, you can edit it to your heart's content. Good job. Nice job. That was really good. That was excellent. The ukulele cool. is a very pleasant sounding instrument. Yeah, the ukulele is. It got popular in quarantine because I think a lot of people wanted like a musical outlet. But yeah, Kaylee, when did you start playing it? Um, I think like maybe a month and a half ago. Wow. I think you've had what five or really? six lessons. That's it. Yeah. Jeez, it's very good. She already knew how to read music because she yeah. played the recorder. Play the recorder at school because. But I, she did. Like, my music teacher made her me talk. record it. It's my show. <laughs> Just Can I ask it. what kind of music you listen to? Like, besides ukulele? Like, what's on the radio that you like to listen to? Or. Probably just like. I don't know. I just put what's on the radio. Yeah. So. No favorite band or anything? No. You like 
Ariana Grande. No, I don't. So all the times when you yell to Alexa, play Ariana Grande, that was a lie. <laughs> I don't do that a lot. What about Surf Curse? No, I don't play that. Okay, that's a lie too because I started listening to it. They're like an emo band. No, I, I go upstairs. I swear to God, it was only one. You're song. coming in super hot. I know. <laughs> They're on. They're popular. This band, Surf Curse, which is like a indie I emo band. I swear, it was only one song I listened to. They're like a, uh, like an, they're like an emo band, <laughs> and uh, she's quick. They're 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 popular on TikTok, which is very strange. No, no, I swear, I only played one song. One. Don't let him guilt you or like make you feel guilty for whatever you want I, to listen to. I think it's fine. Seven Rings. How often does Patrick bring up that he plays guitar? When was the first time I ever played guitar in this house? Yesterday. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. And I'm better at ukulele than you can ever. How good was I at guitar yesterday? Zero out of ten. Okay. All right. I need <laughs> my seat back. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Six out of ten. No, oh, nine. Nine out of ten. Okay. Wow. I was playing all the chords. We're Eight. playing together. Eight out of ten. <laughs> Eight out of ten. Two I'll take that. Ten. A pitchfork review. I'm going yeah. to the music hall <laughs> of fame. Your fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Two out of Right, that's a lie. <laughs> All right, let me log back Jeffrey in. Jeffrey Boobin. Okay, we'll edit that out. We'll edit I that out. Tubin. <laughs> See, I can't even have this as a. Like a we're gonna have to edit all, that all out. Zoom. All right. So, do you want to say any last words to the listening audience? Do you have a Venmo or anything? Maybe like a Kickstarter. I'm not leaving. Hit me up on the Cash App. Do you have a cash app? Yeah, um, I've got... What about your TikTok? What's your TikTok name? I'm not telling you. You don't want people to message you and be like, we heard you playing guitar? No. Okay. I would not like that. Um, my old username used to be Cats of My Life, underscore Kaylee. It was very embarrassing. I started crying one night because of it. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm do you not leaving. Any, do you have any last words you want to say? I'm not. We have to let you go. It was part of the contract. I don't care. All right, so thank Kaylee. Let me talk. No, 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 no. Well, thank you so much for playing. Uh huh, Emily. Don't mute me. All right, thank you very much for being here. Thanks for playing. It was great. Thank you. If you want to book her for anything, message the podcast Instagram. Yep. And uh, Um, we'll be back after a short break. You have any final last words? Five. Wait, four. stop. No. Okay. Yeah, you did great, Pat. You, you Thank did you. you We're coming in. This is a soft intro. This isn't the song I wanted to play. We've played this before on the show because Scott likes to sing it. Are we recording or what's happening? We're recording. Okay. <laughs> I like a I like a little talking, then the music. I think that's kinda like kinda natural. But ah shit. I gotta do it again. Do you want to do Wolf Like Me? Or is it too kind of... Do what you got to do, It's kind of too caustic after like some pleasant ukulele playing. All right. You know what? We'll play This is a song that goes out to Kaylee. And we are back. After a little musical interlude, mm-hmm. as my girlfriend's daughter, Kaylee, playing the ukulele. She Ten played, years old? 
Yeah, sure. Fourth grade. Sounds about right. Yeah. No, she's pretty good. I told yeah. her she could be on the podcast. And uh, dreams come true. It was her make-a-wish. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine that. Oof. <laughs> what would be a good make-a-wish? Be on a podcast. Eesh, yeah. <laughs> can I go on Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> can I... Can I do vaccine denial on Joe Rogan? <laughs> if you could have ever had a Make-A-Wish, what would it be? I don't know. I don't know. Like as a child? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I think mine would have been like somehow appearing in a Major League Baseball game. Yeah, like a World Cup thing for me, that, probably. Well, that is... They couldn't pull that off. Well, that would be... If you're dying in the right year, you only get a one out of four chance. You'd have to be capped in a World Cup. No, I'm not saying playing for the team. Just like oh, just a coin flip. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Oh. As a, like a kid kid. Because uh, like, they would never cap no. somebody. But like they could, you could sign a one-day contract in baseball. True. Especially in spring training. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you actually don't see it more often. It's a business, man. Probably because the ramp. There's no ramp in the dugout. So if they're in a wheelchair, it'd be hard to get out. <laughs> This is what you're coming back with? This I have to regroup. He's going to work this out. I have out. to work out everything. He's got to go sour first. You don't have a make-a-wish that you would want? I, I can't think of one, no. Hmm. I don't know. What if you could figure out which poison ivy <laughs> you were allergic to most? That, that would be a great make-a-wish. Make I just a nightmare. don't know if it's possible. What, what we'll is that out. in reference to? What's going on? Just had little adventures in poison ivy today. So. Where, where do you have the poison ivy? Like, it, outside or on my body? What, what are you talking so about? these are two different. <laughs> these are two different questions you're actually so asking. You have you poison ivy right it. now. I've had poison ivy for the past four weeks on my legs. Oh my god, on your foot too? Yeah, my legs. Damn, but that's not even but the thing I bad. was referencing. Yeah. So what were you Instead, referencing? She's out here like field testing which accidentally poison ivy, oh. oak, was, sumac accidentally doing that but silver lining i may find out which one i react horrifically hey, to he's versus. doing she's doing her own like allergy test yeah it's Meanwhile, insane. you go to the doctor and they prick you everywhere for an allergy <laughs> test they used to I, I remember you telling me you had an allergy test and it was always very exciting <laughs> we came back with super chunk hyper enough from the liar liar soundtrack okay which Ooh, okay I th- i'm pretty sure it's a liar liar soundtrack hmm. um but we do have to get down to business. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've been, you guys have been here for a while, and we're, already, we're not doing very well. It's okay. As far as, uh, but actually, I, I kind of, I, I don't hate the break and then kind of picking it up. Maybe we'll do that in the future where we, we do our little intro, then we sort of regroup, then get into it. I got some news for you. What? That's the format we follow every episode. <laughs> but we don't take like, a break after 20 minutes. Well, we take a break whenever we get through the nonsense. That's true. And then we... <laughs> so, Tim McDonough, the only pe- person on the podcast that anyone likes, he messaged me today and he goes, do you want me to come on and talk about Loki? Yes, we do. Why so, didn't you tell us this? This was like an hour ago. And I said, it's a full show. We got Kaylee booked. Like, it's going to be <laughs> tough. And I made the right call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what a fucking diva. But Tim was like, I- I'll talk... He was like, I'll do it tonight. And I go, next week. So... I you know I think next week we should talk Loki. Did you watch the uh, pilot? No, and I won't be watching it. Okay, I can't. I saw the trailers. You should watch it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Do I, am I a fun guy? True. I mean that that flamingo shirt does not scream fun. <laughs> what about the Detlef Shrimp jersey? That, uh, 
Um, if I was a fun guy, this would be Detlef Shiitake. Mushroom. Fun guy? Good one. It's not a good one. Uh, it's a lot. But it's a lot, it, it yeah. It kind of got there. But did you watch Loki? I did. Oh, my God. I can't do this. Emily's in- full MCU now. Yeah. I know. It's, that's a tough scene. You used to be so indie. Remember? I was never indie. Yeah, sure you were. <laughs> no. no, she was just slow on the uptake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got info extremely slowly. <laughs> um. So, like, I did not, WandaVision, we kind of tailed off on that. We never really finished talking about that. That's all your fault. Though. I know, but, like, but I... But you watched it. I didn't... Yeah, I did watch the whole thing. But, yeah. like, I watch things two ways. I watch it, and then I have to rewatch it to, like, take notes, mm-hmm. which... Well, this when you're talking about for the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. That's not how you live your life. No, it's not. Definitely not. I very passively watch things, <laughs> but... So, is Loki good, Scott? I really enjoyed the first episode. More than WandaVision? Uh, it's different, but probably, yeah. More than Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Definitely. Was that good? I feel like that la- that buzz was like 10 days. It was fine, and then it tailed off to not good. People stopped talking about that, now that I think about it. It was still probably the biggest show that was releasing new episodes for its six weeks or eight yeah. weeks or whatever, but... No, the finale was not good, hmm. and it just kind of... Th- there's reasons for it. We're not going to get into it. This will turn into an MCU thing. Well, we can save Stop that for next week. Yeah. Save it for I next don't, week. I don't mind when people talk about these things, and I can pepper it with my trademark humor. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite. <laughs> I think yeah. you should at least watch the pilot. I'll watch Loki. the pilot. Owen Wilson. Get your, when's yeah. the last time you enjoyed He, he looks like Owen Alex Wilson. Trebek, doesn't he? No, he looks like John Slattery. Really? Yeah, he's got he, a very... But uh, he's always looked like John Slattery. We just didn't know. Well, John Slattery's in the, in the MCU. Oh, my God. Who isn't? And uh, What's that paycheck look like? I got it. Large, know. very large. <laughs> like, what does Robert Redford get to be in the MCU? <laughs> it's five million? Yeah, that was going to be about Five million. Guess. Yeah. And he probably Anything had on the back day, end? He probably had like two... No, nothing on the back end. But he probably did two days of filming. That's that's incredible. Like he's only in that movie for six minutes. Like, yeah. What do you three think? Three scenes. Okay. And then he comes back, right? Or is it just rehashed scenes? Is there an actor that is above the MCU who will? Could you make a bet right now of an actor who will never appear in the MCU? I, I, I have one in my brain. It's, let's hear it. I would say Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. I, I would be comfortable wagering he will never appear in the MCU. I'm going to put that bet down in the dock. What are the stakes? Um, this basement. You can rent it out. <laughs> All right. I'm only saying Build that because... my real estate portfolio. <laughs> because he's attached himself to Scorsese and Tarantino. Who, and who you don't... very anti-MCU yeah, guys. Yeah, and you don't see a lot of overlap there. I'm just kind of thinking real quick. It's not a bad, it's not a bad guess. And uh, mind you, it's safe. Also, you can see him doing it, but it would be pretty big news if he did. He's also AAA. Like he, there's. Is there a bigger actor than Leo? Probably not at the moment. He and I just mean he, he could do a cameo though. Yeah, like, he, he <laughs> like a himself. Matt Damon style. Like, did you ever see Matt Damon in Ragnarok? I saw Ragnarok, but I don't remember Matt Damon exactly. Right? So oh. it would be something like he that. Played, if Brad he were to Pitt do it. was in. Uh, Brad Pitt was in one of the MCU movies. He was a guy that got like shocked. He was. I, yeah. Look it up. Brad Pitt, MCU. That might be right. But Matt Damon plays Loki in a play inside Ragnarok right in the beginning. Does he have a mask or something on? No, he's no. just got like, makeup on to look a little bit uh, like Tom Hiddleston. 
Hmm. Tom Hiddleston's a handsome man. He's got charisma. He looks so much better, not as Loki. I don't know what he looks like, not as Loki. So I think Brad Pitt was a guy that got like electroshocked in something. It was, hold on, Deadpool. Yeah, no, he's talking about uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah, it was in Deadpool. Yeah. Because that would have been my other guess, but these guesses are safe, yet... Like, you could see it going either way. That's what I'm just saying. Like, yeah, but Brad Pitt, quick cameo. He's just yeah, like a Yeah, so, dead like, guy. he's out. So, yeah. Leo could pop in for something small like that. So, now, yeah. the thing if about, you want to go, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, well, who is he's very retired, retired, though. So, like... He'll be back for one. See, me and Scott call us variety because we're insiders. We got the info. We all know DDL is retired. <laughs> <laughs> I could see DDL doing it as, like, a... No. Some sort of... No. Nah, he wouldn't do it. Who... How about a female actress? The now, only one that comes to mind is Kate Winslet because I just watched Mayor of Easttown. And mm. so. But you don't it's think fresh she would? Mind. I don't think she would. I think she would. I think, I think would that. Too. On the, the timeline. It, it's a huge paycheck. But also, like, this might sound stupid, but, like, these actors and actresses, they have kids. The kids like when they do it. That's a good point. It's got some cash. Yeah, yeah, that's cachet. True. So. Well, well Charlie's. Would she stoop? Is she She's too much of a badass already? She did Top Chef. She could play a villain. She could. I think that she is... Uh, I think she'd do it. She would bring like a ton of credibility to like a villain role. Yeah. And it would you would see it as like... like did, you, did you ever watch Fury Road? Doesn't seem like a you no, movie. No, it's not it's for me. It's really good. I know. I should probably watch you it. You hate action, though. That's I don't like tough. action. I like slow. <laughs> I like Mare of Easttown. You Did it? you watch it? I loved it, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I enjoyed it, and I had fun watching it. I think the ending was a little ludicrous, but it, it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grade things on such a different scale now, especially right. like in pandemic. Like Kate Winslet, she will win the Golden Globe for that. If she does, and it's highway robbery. Yeah. The Golden Globes might not exist anymore, though. It's true. Didn't think of that. Did you like it? I loved it, yeah. Um, are you going to watch it? Or I want to. Yeah, it's, it's still pretty close to my on my list. I don't know if I'll get to it. We should do... They I, play started, like, I started a Hacks this week. The I James heard it was Smart really show. good, yeah. It's pleasant. I definitely think it's up Emily's alley. See, Scott won't watch Mayor of Easttown, but his review of Hacks is, it's pleasant. Can you imagine Scott in front of a TV being like, this is pleasant. Like, that, <laughs> that is not the Scott I know. No, no, that's the pre-pandemic Scott you're yeah, thinking of. Oh. I am almost all on happy trails yeah. and i think mayor of east town nice. is too dark for him i think it's i think that in a way like scott has a this is related to my chris gethard show watch like yeah. it's all i just want happy absurdist nice, happy nice you things. want happy nice and you don't mind absurdist not at all absurdist scott pre-pandemic i've never met that guy hmm. i don't know him yeah i kind of like it though he's not too different he's just less critical <laughs> i mean i'm like i'll watch uh, that Mark Ruffalo show, which I cannot remember the name, uh, I know this much is true. Yeah, yeah. Like that is might be the best thing I've ever seen in my life, but it's so depressing. Yeah, I yeah. Will not, I'm not touching that. Yeah, no, me either. I, I would love to talk Mayor of Easttown, but will Scott watch it? I don't know. There's a lot of great. Scott music has in like him. a an area of media with when it comes to like kids and crime. I think he's maybe I'll dour my vacation by diving into Mayor. Watch it on the a laptop. Yeah, on I can the plane. Finish up the season between the two flights. I, I think that's yeah. a nice segue into did we talk about scott's upcoming plans we 
touched upon it briefly and how much money he spent. Did but we? I think so. I, I don't. Let's really not dive into my finances, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I don't want to do that either. Um, so you're going to California, it's Lipstick true. City. Yep. Um, Just about. So when are you going out? Uh, June twenty second. Okay. Two kids, one fetus, right? <laughs> Baby. I, what yeah. am I doing here? Quotation marks. I love how I wrote that, and I'm like, Emily's going to hate slash love it. And <laughs> That's then I, exactly right. I got the reaction I was looking for. It was perfect. Uh, so, I forgot to ask around to see if anybody reads the yeah, descriptions. Pat, Pat's right. referencing the description of our last episode mm-hmm. yeah. where yeah. he put baby in quotes. <laughs> I mean, that could mean anything. You're adopting, but you're actually, this is in vitro, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to California. You're staying with uh, some in-laws. That's, it. that's cool. And you're going to Disney World. Yeah. Which you've been. But Dis- the kids are, Disneyland. Disneyland. Yes. But you're going, and I'm not going to bust your chops. You got to go if you're there. It's a lot of money, though. It is. Um, do they have any special stuff out there, like any MCU stuff? They just opened up a new Avengers place uh, within the last, like, two months. Do you get anything out of that, or you just think about the dollars just from, go from away? From what I saw on it, it's really pretty bare bones, just trying to... It's just something yeah. for the kids to do pretty quick. There's nothing really super cool there. Um, the last time we had went was right within, like, six months after Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge had opened. Mm-hmm. So I did get to go to that, that but ponied up next to, like, $400. Uh, just to, that's crazy. <laughs> But we did it, and so I'm not going to do it this time. What is so? What is the cost for you yourself to go to California? I'm just talking you. Your plane ticket, your share of the hotel, you go in Disney well, World. There's no hotel, so we're saving money. Oh, so there. plane tickets five fifty. Mm-hmm. Disneyland's one hundred and twenty five for a day. Pitchfork Fest. And that's one plane person. ticket one forty. Mm-hmm. Tickets two fifty. Airbnb, I think, is two hundred. Okay. So you won't have your loving family around you to spend money on. You'd goddamn right. Solo, can't solo. wait for the solo podcast. I think that I'll record a solo out there, and then maybe remote would be pretty exciting if I can pull it off. That's not how you should spend your vacation. No. Do the solo pod. Yeah. The solo pod. Wrap it yeah. up at one night. Yeah. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, I got trips planned for the next couple of weeks anyway. Old Orchard Beach, York, Maine. These are all the hot spots that I like to go to. You're a man about New England. I am. So, so yeah. Tim will be on next week. We'll Tim, get to Loki. Well, I don't know what you guys or your availability is. I think we're kind of. We'll have to see what goes on, but I think that Tim will be available to talk Loki, and everyone <laughs> loves Tim. They want him to replace me. I'm fine with it. I mean, this is not. You know, we, sure we get paid handsomely, but people like Tim. And Tim That's actually true. likes doing it, so that means something. Certainly. Do you guys like Lord? I do. I just don't know her music all that well. That's an interesting take. <laughs> it is. I like the person. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like her songs that were popular. So you five liked? Years uh, ago. Did you like the song Greenlight? Uh, do I know that song? Scott, are you a Lord guy? I don't know if we ever talked about her. We've no. I think she's one of those artists we've tried to get into and it just never quite clicks i think that the singles are solid as hell but the albums are a little did you see her live i don't think so no no i saw boniver with my sister okay 
Lord didn't open. Lord did not open. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's a new Lord song. This is Greenlight, one of her most popular songs. And of course, you know Royals. Yeah. Which I don't really like Royals. See, I like the song a lot. It's a really well constructed song. Do you know song. where she got the song title from? No. Kansas City. Yep. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't. Oh. I think she saw a joke G- gone wrong. No. She saw a George Brett baseball card. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. And it's like, it sounds ridiculous. But also, it's such a great thing for like someone not from America to be like, yeah, there's a baseball team, there's a sports team in America called Royals. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is a little ridiculous. But it's like very organic. And it's also not anything I've ever heard before. You wouldn't be like, we're red skins. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I, I just think it's very, it's like a great story. It worked. It, it just w- where everything works. Works, yeah. wor- works well together. So I like Lord. She's like, I like her more than like a Taylor Swift, but she's also in that same universe. There's like a St. Vincent where critically acclaimed yet. I don't fully get like, Scott is a huge St. Vincent fan. Mm-hmm. And I, I like her, but sometimes the, the, the like, myth of the artist gets in the way. Lord was, like, 15 when this song came out. Right. Really? Yeah. Wow. Annie, she's got her own issues. She's, Annie's been through a lot. She has All of her own doing. Yeah. Completely Com- of her own doing. Yeah. So, I guess we're trying to get to this point. There's a new Lord song. Have you heard it, Scott? No. All right. I'm going to play it. I did listen to it. Okay. It's interesting. It's short. It's called Solar Power, mm-hmm. which the idea of the song is that, hey, you're outside and you're enjoying it. Is this the sequel to Greenlight? <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know what you mean. Eco-friendly. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> as long as Emily got it, so I, can, That's I need fine. one of you. So I guess I want to hear Scott's opinion on this song. I'm going to give it two minutes. But when the heat comes... Something takes a hold. Can I kick it? Yeah, I can. My cheeks in hot color, overripe peaches. No shirt, no shoes, only my features. My boy behind me, he's taking pictures. Meet the boys and girls onto the beaches. Come on, come on, tell you my secrets. I'm kinda like a prettier Jesus. So, Scott, what do you think of this track? It's okay. I can give it a couple more chances. It does pick up at the end. Yeah. So I will say this. Is it Song of the Summer? Emily? Sure. Yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm shocked. Scott, Song of the Summer. I can't say that yet. I can't say that either. We're playing footsies over here. It's, it's creepy. very cute. Um, what do you think of the album cover? Uh, it might be a bit much. It's a bit much. A bit much. A bit much. Someone doesn't care about female empowerment. <laughs> That's her bare butt. Is everybody just zooming in to see if she's wearing panties? I think so. She I mean, has to pee. Come on. That's the most... But they're brushed of, out. We that's don't the know. most offensive thing we've ever said on the... That I, is first a of all, lie. I never 
Um, you already forgot your wheelchair joke from 20 minutes ago. Singing Redskins. Let's see. What else did we say just okay. tonight? So, Lord. So you're all in. So is this your song oh, no, of the summer? I, no, I don't think you're so. Out. I don't really I'm not saying it. it's my song of the summer. I think it may be the song of the summer, though. Um, anyone who's listening, message us. Is it the song of the summer? Yay or nay? Now, in my brain, I'm thinking Jack Antonoff co-wrote this. Which makes you not like it. No, I'm yeah. give a fucking enough with the Jack Antonoff. <laughs> Seriously. Like, St. Vincent, Taylor Swift. Oh, he worked with St. Annie, too? I think he did on the last album. Can you confirm that? Sure. On, on Daddy's Home? Yeah. On da- you can never say that and sound like You can't. Normal. It's really hard. On Daddy's Home? <laughs> hey, did you listen to Daddy's Home? <laughs> or you come home and you just have the record and you just look at your family. Daddy's Home. Ooh, I could do entrance music. I'll have to plan that you out. You should start doing that. Annie Clark produced the album alongside Jack Antonoff. Wow. Now, he's just he's everywhere. raking in the money with yeah. all the female stars. And to me, it's like he has, I'm no, this podcast is not the right one to address these things, but like he has signature sounds that he does that I'm sure other people have kind of broken down in a way that's very easy to understand. But like he is a very obvious songwriter. And, like, the last two Taylor Swift albums, like, I don't really hear the Jack Antonoff influence, but, no. like, it's just annoying. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out, dude. <laughs> I, I, I think he stinks. Why? I just don't like him. Have you ever listened to his band, Bleachers? No, not really. We have to save that for another podcast. Fun? Is that his band as well? Yeah, but that's before he became, like, super famous. Okay. Um, I think you should leave season two. We're excited. July 6th. That's very, amazing. I love I love you drop it. It's a month away. That's yeah. so cool. Yes, because usually you know about three I had no idea if they recorded it. I'm sure we've talked about it on this podcast. Like there were rumors and people like on Twitter saying seeing like final wrapped stuff from that's different awesome. people. So everyone was pretty sure that it was coming. But yeah, when you get a release date that's a month away for something that's, cool. that's been anticipated yeah. for a year and a half. It's pretty uh, great. Uh did you watch the trailer? I did, yes. Did you didn't watch it? Did you? I sent it to Emily. Oh, well, yeah. I thought it was like I liked it, and it was very weird. But yeah. also, like, it worked. I, part perfectly. of me like didn't like it, but I'm like, well, it's not meant. To, like, it was annoying in a way. You can't really make a trailer for a sketch show where the sketches without, are 15 minutes. I think and without spoiling all the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, because for se- for season one, they had they dropped that skit early with uh, the brunch one. Yeah, or oh, disgusting did. pigs. Yeah, they dropped that early, and it like I thought it was very funny, but I was like, I'm not going to watch a sketch show about this because it was like, and that's like four percent of the season, female driven. Not exactly for me, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but like that was a great sketch, but I was like, it, Tim Robinson's not even in that one. No, right. so yeah, like right. when I saw, I don't know. But I, then I'm, yeah, but to do this trailer. And just have it be like your greatest hits. Yeah, from the it's first just season. so. And it's literally when he all sings the, the TC Tugger song. <laughs> the TC Tugger song, and he song. does like such a weird little voice in it too, which is so. <laughs> like I just found it. It's very endearing. I don't yeah, know his yeah. his sketch comedy is so like heartfelt in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to explain. It's hard yeah. to describe. Have yeah. you watched Detroiters? I watched as much as I could. Okay. It's hard to find. Paramount yeah. Plus, baby. It's on all on Paramount Plus? I think so. Oh, well, 
I'm pretty sure because they have all Comedy Central stuff. Pat is now taking out his credit card and he's signing <laughs> I already up have it. I already cards. have it. Do you? You told me you didn't have it. No, they offered me a huge deal to stay Ooh, because I tried wow. to cancel after Liverpool you, got knocked out. You're wanted. You're a wanted man. Yeah. Uh, Detroiters is very good. I don't. If I was a Detroiters fan and I'd never seen, I think, like, imagine if you watched Detroiters and you loved it and then they came out with, I think you should leave, you would have been on cloud nine trying to convince your friends to I know. watch it. How, that couldn't have been too many people. Everyone went the other way. I saw a few people on Twitter that were like, you got to watch Detroiters. But I was like, I had to be reverse engineered. Yeah, me too. Me too. But Detroiters is so funny. I haven't seen it. I was just curious. If well, you and know. you get mo- so much more Sam Richardson, who is a gem. Yeah, he's just incredible. He's I wonderful. Mean, when he sings the best baby in that trailer. <laughs> the baby of the year. <laughs> and like they sing just shitty enough to make it well, good. Tim Robinson sucks at singing. That's what I love. Like, yeah, he, he's not good. And it's like he goes overboard with the faces. Yeah. Like you would think that he wouldn't do that, but he just goes way over the top. I love it. It's uh, got to be my most anticipated thing for this. And it's only three weeks away. Yeah. That's the best part. And it's probably only going to be 90 minutes long. I I don't care. Every goddamn second of it. You were telling me you rewatched it the other night outside. Yeah. Sat on the porch. Binged through the whole season in two nights. Very cool. Again, 90 minutes. If you haven't seen I Think You Should Leave, you have to watch it. I think that the Venn diagram of this program definitely includes I Think You Should Leave. Maybe. I think I don't know. What random... It's so funny. It's really funny. Um, all right. The band Deaf Heaven. Scott, have you ever listened to them? No. I'm going to play a little Deaf Heaven right now. They are a black metal band. They're one of my favorites. Are they really? Yes, they are. I have their pin on my jean jacket. Let me just uh, pull this track up. I always preferred Mute Hell. <laughs> so this is like one of the tracks off their last record. I don't believe that you like this. So it's kind of scary. A lot you of don't sc- like that music. Wasn't it you who said last week that Jawbreaker was too gruff for you? <laughs> All right, so Def Heaven has a new single. No, no, stop, 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 stop. You do not like this music. That is one of the most aggressive songs. They have other tracks off that record. He still will not deny or admit that he All right, He hates this that music. This is a track <laughs> off their first album. Listen to this. You can kind of see how I, how, how I would dig this. This, yeah, but I'm waiting for it to I pick know, up. All eight seconds. Yeah. It's very melodic. Now, I went to a Metalocalypse show, and I've received shit from you for it. Who played? I don't know, Motorhead, some people. That, this isn't like Motorhead. Uh... A- was a tray you there? It's is not like a tray either. It's very similar. You have a double bass. That's uh, look at Scott metal band. Mu- that is a correct musical observation. That is and a double bass. You're only trend in one direction. It's all the same. All right, listen to this if track. You like it, this is God off their last you. record. All right, this is the last one. No, we I have to play it. the new track. This it's, is what we're gonna end up with. Brad Hudson listening. I don't want that. <laughs> 
Alright, I will play the new track then. Do you think that Death Heaven was an alternate name for Sound of Metal? It's not bad. <laughs> I wish that you could have like a the antonym for metal, like you know sound hell i don't know <laughs> hearing hell so like listen to how the sound has changed very different so you had sent us this song earlier in the week well i sent you blank in the <laughs> but i mean for i love this band i really do i'm not I kidding i don't believe you I'm so not- how do you feel about the change because this is a big difference from what you just played for us um the last record which is called ordinary corrupt human love was so, remember how I was into Smashing Pumpkins like six months ago? I would intro them on the podcast. Yeah. I feel like they have a lot in common with Smashing Pumpkins. With the distortion and sort of like the melodic vocals. And I think this is, their last record was like 50-50 screaming in this style. Mm-hmm. And now they've gone full, whatever this would be called. My Bloody Valentine? Maybe. maybe? I don't know. Pitchfork said the Smiths. I don't. I hear the Smiths as far as like that part. Yeah. But I'm not a foremost authority on the Smiths. No. Nor. And I don't want to be. <laughs> but like, I'm sure you have friends that are, right? I don't think so. I wouldn't say I know anyone that's the foremost Chris authority Gethard. on the Smiths. Chris Gethard loves the Smiths. Sure. He has like three Smiths tattoos. If only he were our friend, then we could say that. <sighs> I'm sure we'd get him on the pod. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, you're the closest thing we got. It's true. <laughs> It's like a weird incel. Let me play. I think it's mostly mean, but it's a little bit dear. I don't know. Can I just play 30 more seconds of another song? Yeah. I would have voted no, Emily. We could have voted It's his podcast. This. Is this from the new album? The last album. Okay. And then, kind of. I. So, like, I, Emily in, will never listen to that. Never. No, that's fine. I'm just. I, I wanted to bring it. To you the don't thing. listen to it. Yes, I do. What other band do you listen to? It's anything remotely. Um, Ghost Bath. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let me give me. Hold on. Let me give you a little bit of Ghost Bath. Who is this person? I don't know. He's a new man, I guess. God. All right. He can still surprise us after all these years. But, like, can you see where I would dig this based on the guitars? No. <laughs> I, I can, yes. It's when the vocals start. Let me get to, like, the hook here. But listen to the hook. Yeah, this is definitely something like you would listen to. Burn. It's just the vocals. It's yeah. some Alexis on fire. Absolutely. I mean, these are bands that are influenced by that. I this guess is Ghost Bath. Yeah, Ghost Bath. I think I like that name. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> this band was like, they they would never identify themselves, and they said they were Chinese, which I thought was great because I've always wanted to be Chinese. Yes, you have. <laughs> Scott just. This part's so sick. That's such a great hook. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. When do you listen to this? When I run. Yeah. It's That's great running music. Fine, okay. I'm not hiding anything. I'm sure you could check our emails for Deaf Heaven references. Um, yeah, so that's the secret <laughs> side of Patty. All right. Uh, All right, we got a fucking busy show tonight. We got to get moving here. We're barely in an hour yet. Yeah, we haven't even started yeah, talking about we're, Twin we're Peaks. Doing well. You know how long I can talk about Twin Peaks? Long do you want to do Roxy music first? Yeah. Let's do Roxy, Let's do Roxy, Roxy music. Uh, do you want to lead the discussion? Me? Yeah. I'm sorry. Before we get this, okay. can you just read what this says? No match for Deaf Heaven. Okay. All right. I don't, you know, some music I know that I don't think Scott would like, and I don't broach it with him. I think that's probably where my mind was at. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. If you gouged away, you could figure out where my mind is. All right, let's get Roxy. <laughs> All right. Roxy music. The year was? 82. 1982. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I wanted to listen to this because I felt like, oh, no, we lost internet. Uh-oh. Well, let me see if this works. Okay. So, we'll start with uh, more than this. I felt like Roxy Music was a band that, like, academically I should have listened to. In and what way? What made you feel that way? Like, some of the music I liked, this was a band that, like, bridged the gap. Okay. In a way. And I had known the name, and I love the... Avalon is a great name for a record. I'm sorry. It just seems very... I like that name for anything. Yeah. One of my favorite music venues. Avalon. What? The only other better name would be the Mosquito Coast. <laughs> Scott loves the name Mosquito Coast for anything. <laughs> I do. Uh, but narratively, not... Like Avalon, I don't want a story named Avalon, but I don't want a car named Mosquito Coast. <laughs> This is me pulling up in my Mosquito Coast car. Oh, no. I really lost internet, but that's okay. We'll recover. So I picked this record mm-hmm. kind of out of the blue. I always thought that Brian Eno was somebody that I should be into, but I never was. Yep. And apparently he had very little to do with this record, and I had never really heard of Brian Ferry before. You know who I thought he was? Danny Elfman. What? I don't know why. <laughs> if you told me... Wait. Explain, walk yeah, me well, through that. Yeah. Danny Elfman, Brian Ferry, probably <laughs> syllables was okay. the reason. I just, I don't know why. I, I thought they were the same person. Okay. Oingo Boingo, Roxy Music, I have no clue. So instead you picked the final album of a band. They released something in the 90s, didn't they? No. no. Really? Yeah, no. This was their final... They got back together to make something, and then they never released it because it wasn't good. Yeah, Brian Ferry ended up releasing... They were working on something, and then he released it as a solo album. Okay. Um, So, basically, I was like, I'm going to fill in the gaps with my musical history. Roxy Music, Avalon. Mm -hmm. I threw it on, and I was wholly unimpressed. Like, I don't know. Uninterested, maybe? More Than This is a good song. Yeah. More Than This is a great song, it's a, but it's also it's like movie every day of your life isn't The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Like Yes, that's what it that feels like. Is it in The Breakfast Club? I don't know. I don't think so, but it no. sounds like it should be. It was uh, Bill Murray's song in Lost in Translation. Yeah, that's oh right. Oh my God. That's right. that, is, that might be where I fell yeah. in love with it. And uh, I think as a podcast, we've had a couple weeks where we're just playing background music. Yeah. Between my bloody Valentine and Roxy Music, and I read a little about Brian Ferry. What a fucking insufferable dick! 
Yeah, nobody sounds liked like it. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, more than this was also in Knives Out. Oh, and on an episode of The Americans. I do love The Americans. One very of my favorite good, shows. Very good show. We, t- we see these are the kind of hot takes you get with us. The Americans, very good show. Hot <laughs> takes on the Cold War. Oh, whoa. <laughs> uh, now, when I pick records, I like doing it in a way that I can kind of make it uh, like an assignment for Scott mm-hmm. because, you know, I picked Def Heaven. Is he going to listen to that? He has to. It's a, it's his job. The, the podcast is his job. Well, you texted us saying you wanted to share this on the podcast and then you said, never mind. It's not I, up oh, Because I had alleys. second thoughts. But <laughs> <laughs> I would never get Scott to listen to this record otherwise. What did you think? Uh, overall, just too, too slow, too repetitive. Like, I get it. But I get the influence. Yeah, yeah and, and and I hear it everywhere. And I like more than this, but other than that, more than this is a great song. Avalon is a great song. Mm-hmm. Those are great songs. Other than that, none of it does anything for me. Yeah, those are the only two I pulled from it as and well. They just even the last minute forty, I think, of more than this is instrumental. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, and it's the same like twenty seconds over and over again. So, what it, does it that just s- bores me. What does that say about us, the listener? Well, are time, we the issue? Times have changed. Times have changed. I think there's also something for everybody, mm-hmm. and some things are going to be hit or miss. And this is also 40 years old. Like, yeah. It's 40 long, years old. It's 40 years old. But, like, I've listened to some stuff from Brian Eno and don't really care for it either. But he's, like, a musical genius. People, you know, love him. From as the a Wikipedia, it said that he. Was he wasn't even interested in music really? He kind of got sucked in as like an audio technician, and then they just kind of turned him into. Yeah, he was a very artistic guy. They liked his ideas. Yeah, Eno or Ferry. Eno. Eno. Uh, well, yeah, like he was collaborated with U two for a while. Yeah. And just they kind of thought he was like a Svengali or a Muse, which yeah. is pretty cool. Same thing with David Byrne. Felt that way about him too. Huh. In 1988, Brian Ferry referred to himself as sort of conservative in his beliefs. Hmm. He expressed support for having a strong worth ethic. Okay. Uh, I read that he was a contemporary of David Bowie, and when I went back and listened to the earlier stuff from the early 70s, it was very glam rock. Yeah, and Mark Boland, too. Yeah. But what makes this different to me was that Bowie and Boland, they didn't lean on like the synth or the vibe as much like ferry was going for this aesthetic well now like in the 80s yes yeah. but in the early 70s no no there was very little synth from what i listened to like yeah this is just music to vibe to yeah in 19 and i'm sorry in 2007 controversy arose when ferry praised the imagery and iconography of nazi germany praised it how um, he praised, in particular, Lenny Riefenstahl's movies and Albert Speer's buildings and mass parades and the flags. Hmm. In the same interview, Ferry was reported to have referenced to his West London recording studio as the Fuhrer Bunker. That's a, that's problematic. Yeah. What year was that? 2007. Okay. Um, Ferry later... That wasn't what you named this basement, right? This is the Fuhrer Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> the Purdy Bunker. So, Rolling Stone magazine originally ranked Roxy Music number 98 on their greatest artist list, the 100 greatest artists of all time. Huh. But they dropped them from the list in 2011. Well, yeah, 98 is a precarious position. 
So 98, you're not moving up. No. You're getting dropped. Because yeah. like the white stripes are going to be like added. Yes. Or, yeah. I don't know, something stupid like Kings of Leon. Or maybe you find out that he was secretly a Nazi, Nazi. supporter and decide, hey, maybe they shouldn't be on this list. This yeah. album went platinum in the U.S. That's insane to me. Isn't but it? But I guess based on more than this, anything's possible. Yeah. I just, I want to... We, we need to dig ourselves out of this hole of vibe music because Next it week doesn't... Next we will. Yeah. Thanks to your sister, I have a feeling. This does not resonate with us. Like, no. I, I I appreciated it, and academically, I know how it works. Yeah. But like, so, Emily, you listened to some of the earlier stuff. Yeah. And one of the things from the wiki was that it said the band pioneered more musically sophisticated elements of glam rock while significantly influencing early English punk music. Hmm. Now, do you hear that anywhere? No, What's I mean, early? I don't sort I, of I hear do. threads to glam. Yeah, the glam I get, but what, what but kind like, of punk the elements could are we be considered punk music in a way? Yeah. I wouldn't say this is punk at all, though, or but even like, has elements. Think of the clash, though. You can kind of hear it with the bass a little bit. Maybe. It's tough. It's a tough pull. What What would be... You know what? Let's look up what early English punk would be, and we can... Just for the heck of it. If you want to play something from uh, Roxy Music, their earlier catalog, the album Country Life was pretty good. I love the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see the cover? Was it the girl? Yes. They're all oh. girls, but this was... Yeah. Uh, he was dating one of them, He's like a Lothario. I, I did not like when I read about him. Hmm. He's just a real auteur piece of shit, as they are. The damned x-ray specs, the buzzcocks. I don't... I Like, I hear it, but I'm not smart enough to be like, explain it. Yeah, I, I don't even hear it. I'm, I'm... Scott, you ever listen to the buzzcocks? No. Pretty good. They're really good, but like... I mean, yeah, they are really good. I like them. I don't love them, but... You would know this. You know what, though? That was Roxy? This is Buzzcocks. Yeah. You can kind of hear it a little bit. And this is one of the greatest songs ever written. I am not capable of um, discerning speed, like figuring out how something would hear twice as fast and like... Okay. So I can't do that in any way whatsoever. You're autistic. It's not a big deal. <laughs> You're leaning on some crutches tonight there, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a crazy night. You're the handicapped one. <laughs> Thank you. Bringing wow. It, bringing it all back home like Bob Dylan used to say. I love this song by the, the Buzzcocks. Yeah, this is a great song. It, and they have some other good tracks. But I can... You know what? I, I hear... Do you think Brian Ferry listened to this? I doubt it. Maybe. maybe someone that produced him might have listened to it. What year was this? This was 78. Okay. I don't know. So they were contemporary. Although they were kind of broken up in 78. Yeah. They started in 72. I don't know. I feel like we're getting too... Yeah. Well, people don't want to want to hear us. Minutia. So, smash or trash? Roxy Music. Avalon, trash. I, I, yeah, I lean trash I'm, pretty I'm hard. Leaning trash I do love too. more than this, but. <sighs> well, as you know, one of my favorite radio shows I listen to every day, Bennington mm-hmm. on Sirius XM. 
Avalon's one of his favorite records. So I've always... So that's the reason. You could have just told us. <laughs> My favorite radio host loves this album. I kind of align with him. He loves T-Rex. He loves David Bowie. Okay. So yeah, that T-Rex album grows on me. That's a great it's record. Really we good. have to redo that podcast. <laughs> um, but I just didn't feel it. I thought it was... What I would say Brian Ferry is like posturing as a... He's a... Like, I don't know. It felt like David Bowie without, like, the uh, sort of, like, the tastemaker aspect. He's a Brian Canoe. Yeah. It's just a little bland. It's a little bland. Yeah, and, like, they some of the reviews I read were talking about how, like, his voice, he was a crooner slash whatever. Like, I don't doubt that he, like... He definitely croons. I don't doubt that he knew what was good, but it just was... It just didn't resonate with me. Like... Yeah, but we're forty to fifty years later. Exactly, you know? it might true. be that we didn't hear it when it was new and current, and that's true. So, so uh, Roxy Music, you suck. <laughs> Which is it's sad. Listen to, to some say. of the older stuff. I mean, maybe not. Maybe we don't have to support Brian Ferry at all. It sounds like <sighs> he apologized for all that. But you know, the last yeah. track is called <laughs> yeah. Tara. That last track, Tara, that's his son's name. Okay, so I'm sure it was about his son, which I thought was pretty cool. Um. Do you want to take a little break and then get into Twin Peaks? Yeah, let's take a break. I wish it was just either me and you doing the podcast or just me and Scott because we could be the Twin Peaks Twin Freaks. I thought that would have been fun. <laughs> so, all right, we'll take a quick break. Maybe and you uh, let Kaylee stay here. We could have done both. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. We'll go out with a little uh, Real World by The Buzzcocks. That'd be a month break. Uh, part two. Part two. We just we, had to take a break. We had to take a break. We had a 
Uh, did we acknowledge what was going on? We hadn't even started recording yet. It was perfect timing, actually. To be clear, you didn't have to bring it up at all and no one would ever have known. That's true. I think that in the interest of our podcast being what I like to call slice of life, yeah. we kind of tease do. the edges of our personal lives. This is Y-tip colon full disclosure. <laughs> This is like behind the scenes. You know what, though? If we did talk about our personal lives, it would be a lot more interesting, and we might not be in this basement right now. <laughs> uh, Just going to leave that one no, right there. This is uh, week two, part two. Uh, I mean, I think that there's no way we could pick up two days later and have it not be noticeable. I think it would have been fine. We were heading into Twin Peaks talk. Yeah. We were, but now I feel like we owe it to... Uh, Regroup from the last two days. Okay, I'm okay with that also. Uh, I want to just double check the levels. Everything looks good. Um, yeah, so we, we were interrupted last week. Mm-hmm. Or last week, Friday. Feels like a week ago. So, like, we were we were about to come back from break, mm-hmm. and then Scott got a text. Got which, a phone call. I got a phone call. And all you could hear when the phone got picked up was... The smoke alarms going smoke off. Smoke alarms going off. I thought you were going to do the impression for a I second. I wanted to so bad, but I know that people listen to this in their cars, on their headphones. Yeah. I don't want to subde- jub- subject and them. To be fair, your smoke alarm impression is that spot it's really on that good. people would think they might. They would have pulled yeah. over. They would yeah. have evacuated their homes. Right, right. And it's very funny because during last week, did I talk about this in the podcast? We had our smoke detectors go off here. No, you didn't talk about this in the podcast. So at 2 a.m., on Wednesday, the wicked hot, the last hot day of the week, mm-hmm. our smoke detectors go off. And I mean, I roll over at 2.30 and I'm like, I don't smell smoke. I don't give a shit. But Sarah, my girlfriend, was like, what the fuck? We got to like figure it out. I'm like, I don't smell smoke. Like, I feel heat, but it was also 100 degrees that day. Right. So I like how, you know what? That's just regular heat. Back to bed. Yeah, I, feel, <laughs> I feel heat. So, but it was, uh, her, she has an attic. And I think it was humidity combined with maybe a little bit of haze. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it was – and then the battery died. So, like, it was it was kind of weird. But did you replace the battery? We did. Okay, it was good. chirping, and I slept right there because she did not care about the chirping. I cared about it. I can't sleep with the chirping I smoke detector. I can't either. Can you, Scott? No. You know, when I had – when I lived in Bellingham – have we ever put that fan on before? No, I it like it. It sounds loud, though. Eh, whatever. So when I lived in Bellingham, Scott, remember helping me move into Bellingham? I do. And it was m- with my ex, mm-hmm. and above us lived a older gentleman, maybe in his, like, 40s. Who would uh, have that's pretty much us. <laughs> at this late point. 40s. <laughs> okay. This man, I would describe him as having needs that are special. Okay. And when we moved in, we knew that, and it wasn't a big deal. And he, he, like, can function on his own, but, like, there was some things that he wasn't great at where he needed his parents to help him out. And one of those things was replacing a smoke detector battery for, mm-hmm. like, three straight days that was chirping that literally made me want to die. And I went to go change it. I'm, like, I knock on the door. I'm, like, Kevin, hey, what's up? He's, like, hey. And he, I'm, like, I will replace that battery. And I could not reach with a ladder. It was, it was uh-huh. like, above... The stairs that go. So this would have been a similar situation because my wife is on the shorter side. Mm-hmm. And there's no way she was going to be able to reach up to the 10-foot ceilings yeah. at 1030 at night. And we have 
a lot of smoke detectors, so they're all Ooh. going off at once. Yeah, it's Probably scary. Like I mean, seven of them, and the kids, you know, being woken up from that, they're concerned. You know, a little perturbed. Well, it's also a thing that like kids are kind of have in the back of their mind, like, hey, smoke does go off. You got to like evacuate. Right. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good but, point. Well, I'm glad I brought up. Thank you. I mean, it's your kids, yeah, but also I'm not concerned about their mental state. You also, if it's an electrical issue, like you can't tell your kids, like, oh, there's a wiring mishap. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure Scott did. Kids, it's a wiring issue. Blame the electrician. <laughs> blame your father-in-law. The uh, it was off by the time I got home, and then they haven't gone off since. So I'm expecting a phone call in about two hours. <laughs> we'll see. Well, it, I mean. We were running like super late on Friday, so yeah. like it, it didn't really matter, but we never had like a conclusive end. And I will say this about my old apartment was so Kevin, the guy upstairs, had his dad come and check out the smoke detectors because I was like, you need somebody out here to replace this. He's like, okay. His dad, he's like, I don't hear anything. And I'm like, what? He's like, I don't hear anything. And I realized he had hearing aids and he couldn't hear oh, that. Oh, the high pitch. Yeah, he couldn't hear the high pitch. So, I mean, I literally thought I was, like, losing my mind at this point. <laughs> I had to, like, email the landlord and be like, I just want to let you know that, like, someone's going to replace this. And, like, they eventually did it. But that was, like, three days of the chirping. It's insane. I can't live like that. That sound terrifies my dog. So oh, that wouldn't animals. be good. Yeah. Cats hate it. Yeah. Uh, and then yesterday, two nights ago, Sarah was like, did you hear the smoke detector last night? I'm like, No. She's like, it went off for like 30 seconds. Hmm. And I'm like, I didn't, I don't believe you. Because Kaylee, her daughter, didn't hear it either. So. You're all losing your minds. I guess so. But being held hostage by smoke detectors, it's literally no way to live. It's true. (laughs) When else have your, like, when have they gone off before? A couple weeks ago, Dan and Emily were over. Uh Uh-huh. Then it was probably about the same time, Mm 10-ish. And all of a sudden, they just start blasting away. You think they go off at like 2 in the afternoon? They might. Maybe no one's home. That's true. A smoke detector goes off in an empty house with no one to hear it. Does it ever really happen? (laughs) But Scott got home, and they had just miraculously stopped, so... Hey, you know what? It it was a miracle. I couldn't accuse my wife of lying, because again, as soon as I answered the phone, it was was quite clear. I could not hear your wife's voice, but I could hear the smoke detectors. Yeah. Uh, and you still don't have a resolution as to what was nope, happening. No, That's the way you like it, though. I don't think you want a concrete answer of what was happening. You'd rather just live, you know, <laughs> like, will it happen again? Will it? I don't know. Uh, no. I don't want to face the I truth. Prefer to, if, I knew, if I knew 100% what would fix it, I would do it. Okay. All right. That being said, I did not go replace all the batteries, which is my number one assumption. So I don't think it's the batteries. Yeah, I have no idea. When it, with a new house, also there can be a lot of like dust kicked up because dust and um, drywall stuff like that it can yeah. set it off. That's what my dad said today. Yeah, it can. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to vacuum it out. And- my dad also said you should be vacuuming your smoke detectors. You must have googled that. Or did you ask Jeeves? I googled it. Okay. This did, time. And, you, and you did not do that though. No. Have you consulted your father, who is the former (laughs) assistant (laughs) fire chief of the town? (laughs) I haven't. And probably has some answers for you. You might be right. But then (laughs) we'll get into maybe some hairy issues of... Oh, bad electric. You know, it's not Bad electric bad wiring. (laughs) Might set off an international incident. No permit for the 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 smoke alarms anyway. (laughs) I think your best bet would be to 
vacuum them. All right. All right. Big news. Mm-hmm. We have breached 2,000 listens. And with a healthy breach, too. I, love, I like a healthy thunk? breach. Yeah. So all it took was a new episode. And the, the numbers in the new episode are great. I'm not going to get into specifics, but people have no problem sucking on the teeth. Remember yes, two days podcast. ago when you said you don't check the numbers anymore? I checked yeah. them right before you guys came <laughs> over. Uh, I, I had to take a look. Yeah. I, I, it, it's probably our biggest, like, biggest downloads after an episode's posted. Okay. So that's good. And social media presence was good this week. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> it didn't have the usual, like... I was very delayed in my posting. But that's okay because people are going to listen no matter what. So, like, it doesn't, if you post about it, it might just, it's not going to, like, send us over the top. No, it's definitely not going to do that. But, you know, hey, you know, uh, season two, episode one, the premiere, people are excited. So, let's hope. Uh, all right. So, before I went to, uh, I grabbed, I grabbed a little lunch this afternoon. I went to a local bar for a quick beer, Emma's. Mm. and I saw a guy with a shirt that said, <laughs> now, it's funny to realize these people live among us. Hey, we've talked about the shirts that we come across mm-hmm. in the Bridgewater area before, and this is perfect. there's it something said, to uh, behold. It was Dr. Seuss, and then the greater than sign. What do you think the joke was? Dr. Fauci? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing it loud and proud, <laughs> and I'm just like, so I did. I, I was driving on 138 last week, and there's a Trump mm-hmm. store in Easton. Mm-hmm. It's been there for a while. I never. I hadn't been over there, and I yep. didn't realize that it actually existed. They do exist. It's mm-hmm. horrifying. But I hope it's like a a young entrepreneur just looking to cash oh, in. Oh yeah, on the rubes. Yeah. yeah. Would that be it's any not, better? Of course it would be. Yeah. I don't know. They're gonna get their junk merchandise from somewhere. Let's let one of the good guys take in the money. <laughs> Why don't we open a Trump store? Like during some of the stupid rallies, like people will just set up with a bunch of junk. Yeah, I know. Like they cash in. I haven't seen have Dr. No- Seuss's greater than Dr. Fauci and yet though. He had like a logo on the back too. And I it looked like it was professional enough to be something that was like mass produced. Like you would think this was a shirt that he somehow was like <laughs> Came you know, up with on his own, and you know, if you want one, it's a hundred dollars. But if you want a hundred, they're like ten bucks a pop. And he was like, "No, I'm just going to get one." It was very, just embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, embarrassing. If you're going to wear a, a message, have it be my shirt. I go to Roach Brothers today, right? Uh, I go to grab oat milk. Kid mm-hmm. at the counter says, "I love the jersey," and I go, "Thanks, Vince Carter throwback." And he goes, "I know." Wow. Cloud nine the rest of the way out of there. <laughs> That's all you needed. Got and some oat milk, got some praise. Yeah, I got some oat milk and praise. And, you know, everybody hated the outfit I was wearing. I mostly me and my girlfriend. I was wearing this. <laughs> and this is the worst, most ugliest jersey. I mean, it doesn't it's, get any worse than this. It's very purple with glittery it's the, silver. It's the dinosaur one. I, yeah. This is not one that. We're a pro Raptor prod podcast. Absolutely. Though. 100%. I, I should have worn Nuggets jersey in honor of this game, but. I mean, these jerseys are going for that, you know, 1999 type style with the multi, the blue, which I have a Matumbo one. But all right, let's save it for your jersey cast. Right, jersey cast, that that would be a good one. You would have a lot to say. Okay, oh. so when I was at Roach again, right? Yeah. 
Separate I see trip or same this trip? This is the same trip. This okay. is all like everything from is all today. Same jersey, different jersey. Same jersey. <laughs> okay. Uh, I see a kid who looked like basically like a Mark Dale. Let's consider it like that. Okay. Without the long hair. Clean cut, wearing like a hat. Then he had a shirt that said, Socialism sucks, t- Trump 2020. Hmm. It's not a lot of shirts today. Yeah. So it's t- in my brain, I'm like, okay, we're in Massachusetts. We're in Bridgewater. We're very close to West Bridgewater. Like, I get it, but you don't ditch the shirt when the guy loses. I guess not. No, I saw a bumper sticker last week that said, Trump is my president. I, I was know. at a, a couple weeks ago, I was at the uh, American Legion or whatever, the AMVETS in Bridgewater, and this guy next to me was making fun of a dude who was at Veterans Park or Citizens Bank for the Red Sox Phillies game who was wearing a mask and he was sitting by himself and he was like that guy's all by himself wearing a mask like what they're like he's like I don't get it why is he wearing a mask and then someone else was like well it's called being safe and he goes it's called Biden sucks or something like that <laughs> and I'm like like everything and I've insulated myself from a lot of this but when you actually start seeing it now in public you're just like what are you talking about yep because the first thought in my head was like, what if this guy has cancer? Right. Or yeah, what if his no kid idea. has an immunodeficiency? Or what if he has half of a lung left? Who knows? It's called Biden. Bidenism <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Bidenism. Uh, it made me very, just, it just like gets your like blood boiling in a way. It does. That is very unhealthy. But also you have to realize there's not much you can do about it. There's absolutely nothing we can do about it. Yeah. So big right. day for you. <laughs> yeah, it was a big a day. Of, a lot of shirt action. A lot of ups and downs. Uh, we had a great day on the water. Me and my old man, we went out to World's End in Hingham. Ooh, I nice. went swimming. Uh, the water was pretty cold, but it was very refreshing. Uh, I guess we might as well. Let me pull up my notes for the show. Twin Peaks season premiere. <laughs> uh, series premiere. Before you do that. Yeah. When did you add Iverson to the dock? And I meant to write Carter, and that was the jersey I'm wearing now. So don't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> Do you have an AI shirt? I have a Philly throw. I have a Philly like red when it just says PHI, and then I have like the 76ers black, black one with the like red the, trim, which is I like that one. It's it's just as stupid as this one. Yeah, but it is a good jersey because like the ugly ones are like in vogue now. All right, let me get my notes. So we can edit this out if we have to. Now, Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Are you guys like peak freaks, so to speak? <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a freak because I haven't. I'm not a completionist like Scott, so I haven't seen the reboot. Really? I haven't seen the movie. Really? Yeah. You have seen the movie. Firewalk with me? No. Yeah. You haven't? No. That is shocking to me. Yeah. I, I made a joke not. to you about it, and you didn't even mm. didn't give me. They anything. allude to the movie in the first episode. Yeah, um, I'm. I am surprised by that. You didn't see the Showtime reboot either. I did not. Despite Scott. multiple proddings. Now, what about his proddings? Didn't <laughs> what What made you not watch it? Uh, probably the fact that I didn't have Showtime and still don't. <laughs> I was thinking that like you didn't want to sully the first two seasons. No, I don't know. I think I always wanted to like go back and do a full rewatch before I watched 
the, re- the reboot is that what we're calling it well it's called the return the return um and then i never got around to doing that you know time time com- too commitment yeah. mm-hmm. that sort of thing now scott when did you watch twin peaks i had never seen it until the return started airing so did and you watch? Don't tell me you watched the return. Then you watched. No, no, okay. no. That seems like but something he would do. Yeah, I, I managed to or watch them concurrently. <laughs> well, I managed to watch all like thirty episodes or so in the first two months it took, and then I caught up to the return with about five or six episodes left. Well, my relationship with it is that, sadly, there are certain things that a man of my stature is expected to have seen. <laughs> the way I live my life. The things I'm into, the yeah. music. You'd hang out with a lot of peak freaks. Yeah. So the fact that I had never seen this was a blind spot. But, but I can't did it make you not ever want to see it? Because that's usually your thing when people are like pigeonholing you into something. You're so like, no, it's actually not for me. You're on, all wrong. It depends that's a, on how hipster it is. That's, that's a great true. question because it also made me think of this was that with Twitter, there are shows that get into the Twitter zeitgeist. For example, Sopranos. There are so many Sopranos memes, tweets, fake Sopranos accounts that say like, whatever, Sopranos in the current day, that if I had never seen it, I would be like, this is really annoying and I'll never watch it. Twin Peaks never reached those heights, but the show is too weird, I think, to really like appeal to the common person. Mm-hmm. To be clear, you've only seen the pilot. Of, so, of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Yeah, Which isn't that weird. It's um, pretty weird. It's not in comparison to where the rest of the show goes. <clears throat> right, and well, not in comparison to other David Lynch works of art. I don't think I've ever seen a David Lynch thing before. Um, lost. Now, I've read a lot because I remember reading a... Was the DFW thing about Lost Highway, was that in Rolling Stone? I don't know what, what the original publication okay. was. <laughs> okay, well, you're not on trial here. We're, we're, having a, we're friends having a conversation. The, the, the theme of this podcast was the witness stand, where I ask people stuff, and they have to answer like they're being cross-examined. <laughs> That'd be a great podcast, the witness uh, stand. That would be, actually. It's a good name. But yeah. That'd be an alternate name. But I, I know what you're saying, where... I just read it in a supposedly fun thing. Yeah. I think it was Lost Highway they were talking about. Yes. But they were also... set for it. Were they reflecting on Blue Velvet a little bit, too? Yeah, he kind of talks all about Lynch's oeuvre. Ooh. And likes to... Sorry, I threw myself. No, that's fine. Uh, No, but the article's (laughs) all about Lynch and his history and why DFW Mm -hmm. likes him. And then he's on set of Lost Highway. So he gets to see Lynch work and kind of just smoke cigarettes all the time. That's all we want to do. That's right. Well... I guess like so you've never p- seen Blue Velvet. No, I haven't. Elephant Man. Nope. Racerhead. No, I've seen the cover because the guy's the big flat top, the eraser. Yeah. The head. Yeah. Um, and not, I not the latest Netflix thing he nope, does with the, the monkey. With the talking monkey. I haven't seen that either. It's pretty good. I recommend it. See, this is a whole new side of Scott <laughs> because he can he can be the sports guy watching the Nugs and the feet and the uh, you know the Suns. But then he's like, oh, you haven't seen the uh, monkey thing with David Lynch. And I can be that guy, too. I want to be that guy. Scott consumes a lot of media. Not oh. as, and yet not as much as I want. Right. I mean, you know, he, Scott doesn't like drama. 
now that he has kids not currently no this is more pandemic related than than anything else you know it takes a big man to admit that thank you dudes rock after all dudes have feelings that, i think they that's do. the point we're trying to make <laughs> well with twin peaks i have tried to give it a go mm-hmm. but like it i think it, it it's not really like in like it, it's it's on the downturn right now as far as like twitter is concerned and social media and that's not a bad thing it's just like you don't hear about it that much but like there's a david lynch meme that popped up lately that i've seen yeah they come and go when the return was on, there was a lot of I stuff. I know about there was it tons because Kyle McLaughlin, 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 McLaughlin. Sarah, Kyle, um, <laughs> and I will because <laughs> uh, he he was playing three different roles. In I that did season. not know that. Huh. So there was, he had a character named Dougie, and Dougie was Dougie was fucking boss. So wait, in the return, yeah, Kyle McLaughlin plays three roles. Yes. All completely different. Did you know this? I didn't. Interesting. I love him, though. He is fantastic. He's a wonderful Instagram. He has a wonderful Instagram he presence. He was great on... anyone uh, wants to follow him. I mean, I just put this together. Was that like Portlandia? Yep. Because Dale Cooper is from Portland. Oh. Like, that, it's where it takes place, Twin Peaks. So, like, that was perfect. Well like somewhere north of seattle or something like that oh it's in washington it's washington yeah oh yeah. still the it's pacific a northwest town, but yeah yeah but he's actually from i forget where he's coming from though where the fbi field office yeah. is. i feel like yeah. it's california yeah okay so i don't scott will you be able to like what made you watch twin peaks i, you can be able to, I like, just everyone andy greenwald really loved it okay Seppenwall really loved it and so, with the return on, I was like, you know, let's dive in. And Scott is a guy who will listen to his media, like, gods that he follows. I, I trust my reviewers, the ones yeah. I yeah. like. So, if this, you know, was the basis of a lot of what they came to love on TV that now I love, mm-hmm. you know, let's give it a shot. And I was very happy I did. Pennsylvania, that's what I thought. He's wow. coming from Pennsylvania to Made it pretty Washington. far. Is that a plot line where he came from so far away? No, but David Lynch shows up later as his boss. He's a regular mayor of Easttown, coming all the way from Pennsylvania. He does mention it in the pilot. He says something about rather be here than Philadelphia or something. Do you know who plays Diane? Um, it might be a spoiler, because as far as I know, she doesn't exist. Uh, th- my question is, I don't know for sure. if She definitely has a voice at some point in the season. Okay. I don't, don't know if it's the same person. Yeah, let's, he Keep the spoiler. Discover. Okay, so right. I watched the pilot. I guess that's the long way to go to say that yeah. I watched the pilot. And my thoughts when I watched it were, were this show was meant for me to enjoy. Based you, on, you personally? It, this is right up my alley. Okay. But I just had, I mean, I watched it a couple times. But, like, I, can, like I, I just have trouble with, I guess, the surrealism, how abstract it is. Well, this is a, a feature-length pilot. This is an hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, it aired, what, 89, 90? 90. 1990. So we 30 years old, 30 years ago. Times were different back then. Well, it's you know, crazy. This was on network TV. It's insane Well, to this think. was totally different for the times, though, too. This was completely not primetime television. It reminded me of Northern Exposure, which was a show yeah. I actually watched. But that was like a comedy, But, right? like, that was the more- sheriff from... Harry S. Truman was in Northern Exposure. Right, right. Oh, yeah? And I was like, well, 
without Northern Exposure was like a similar show in a way. It was in Alaska. Yeah, but it was more like lighthearted, I would say. With, it doesn't exist without Twin Peaks. I, I think the network doesn't take a chance on this kind of kind of thing. Yeah, I think this broke a lot of ground it for did. a lot of things. To and reviewers at the time said that. Yeah. They the said this the will change. Must, must have pushed the hell out of this because it did 35 million people. Well, on the not much else was on, to be honest. That's a ton of people. It was going up against Cheers. It was the really? Thursday night primetime spot, yeah. Must see TV. Yep. Yeah, I I just can't. I would love to get our parents on the podcast and be like, did you guys watch this? Yeah, mine did not. I can tell you that. My parents might have watched it. I don't know. I bet yours did. Maybe. I bet your mother watched it and loved it. Maybe. So, Maybe. hour and a half pilot, David Lynch, when he made it, the original, or the, there's an alternate ending where it, they solve... aired in the BBC, or aired in England, yeah. because they were, didn't think they'd get picked up. Right, where they solved the murder in the first episode, mm-hmm. because he was afraid that they wouldn't, the network wouldn't pick it up for a full series, so they would air it as like a made-for-TV movie, mm-hmm. huh. so he wanted to have a complete Is ending. Is it the same murderer? Yep. Weird. See, I don't... I, stopped, I, know, you don't I didn't know read who... the wiki on purpose. Like I no, saw don't, it. Do not spoil anything. Yeah. I'm not spoiling it. I, I'm I'm watching it. I mean, it's very rare you see a show that runs on like pure aesthetic, mm-hmm. but also plot. Because this show like bridges, like it kind of walks the line. There's a ton of plot there. It's really. I was surprised watching it how they get almost everybody that matters into this pilot. I mean, there's like 20 people that have oh, it's sizable roles in the series. And I, they're I, all there. Like watching the pilot, I'm like, okay, do I need to like write down who everyone is, or can I just enjoy this? It's tough. You can yeah, just enjoy you it. Can just enjoy I'm it. just enjoying it for now. You'll get everyone's story as you go along. Um, the Laura Palmer reveal of her in that painter's plastic, whatever. Mm-hmm. That airing on network TV in 1989. Or 90, 1990. 1990. That had to have been pretty jarring. That yeah, a, so what I read was that that sort of um, storyline was more like soap opera and would air during the day. But primetime was really meant for like feel-good TV. So mm-hmm. this was the first show during primetime that made people feel unsettled and uncomfortable. I felt I thought it was brutal. I mean, yeah. it was very realistic. I mean, now we're saturated with that sort of imagery, right? In the TV that's airing now. It, for some reason... I mean, look bro- at what we just saw in Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> yeah. But to have the body visible, but yet wrapped up, and then to be like, oh, there's obviously a dead body there, and yeah. then the reveal is just removing the plastic, I thought that was very unique. Because it, it wasn't like finding a body like in a grave, or like it was there, but it was like hidden in a way. Yeah. Well, you ended up with a lot of great imagery from just her wrapped, kind of shrouded. Mm-hmm. It looks a little bit like an angel. Yeah, and it's very, you know, Shroud of Turin. Yeah. It, w- it was weird. And I'm not sure about the Turin. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and, the, like, I-, I know that I'm not, it's a 30-year-old show, but, like, the music it's is excellent. just very... Um, it's very specific to the show. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it fits the early 90s time. Now, what is is the name of the song whenever they talk about Laura Palmer? Is that like Laura Palmer's theme? Is that what they call it? No, I think it's the Twin Peaks theme. I think that's okay. what it's called. But I'm not 100% sure on that. There's a great wide shot of the Great Northern, and there's the waterfall in the beginning before they go to the the thing where they're like introducing the Ghostwood Country Club. Yeah. And like 
it's Laura's dad is like an architect. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's I thought a, that was a great scene. He's a lawyer scene. for the rich guy. Okay. That was like a very weird scene to me because it let you know that they had some money to do some big shots. Like, they, how did David Lynch get the the money for the show? I don't know that. Like, what did he do? I, I think he gave like a 10-minute synopsis to the network execs, and they were like, we're all in. Yeah, I have no idea. I'd love to see that pitch, though. It probably wasn't Dune. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, one of my notes I wrote, who is Diane? So don't spoil that for me. Okay. Uh, so for the listeners who maybe haven't seen Twin Peaks in a while or have never seen it, Diane is um, Agent Dale Cooper's... I thought you were just going to like say it. <laughs> no, person who he, he carries a little recorder around with him and he's constantly making notes for Diane about the case. And about his everyday life in <laughs> Twin Peaks. There it is. I should have played this to begin. So yeah, this is called Twin Peaks Theme Instrumental. It's pretty good. It is called Laura Palmer's Theme. It is, okay. Yeah. So yeah, but this really is this is the pace of the show. Yeah. You just gotta be patient. Everything's gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Well maybe. Are <laughs> there like supernatural elements to how everything's solved you just have to watch and find like out that and you have to watch in two weeks because Twin Peaks is leaving Netflix it's, June 30th we've already cleared this up with the bosses we are I've been allowed to get a Paramount Plus subscription oh, okay. subsidized by our fund which Care, CARES Act money yeah CARES Act money <laughs> right. the PPP no, I, I did see that, which was just crazy to like throw it on and be like, oh, it expires. It's been on yeah. since 2011. I watched it in 2011 on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I remember and watching I just, it. It's always been uh, there for me. I knew I could return to it whenever I wanted to, except well, for two those weeks day, from now. Those days are gone. Yeah. You did, unless you wanted to watch The Return, which right. you didn't. <laughs> so can I ask a couple questions of about course. the pilot? Yes. All right, that's so that's what I'm hoping for. Laura Palmer was dating Bobby. Yep. Yes. Bobby is what I like to call a badass <laughs> so he flips out when he's like confronted with wh- what happened to Lara mm-hmm. and they are, they have to basically like they don't know his alibi yet I noticed that like the acting was kind of soap opera-ish yeah but like I don't say that that's bad no I agree it just wasn't over the top it was just like it just I'm not going to say this right, but like it wasn't necessarily good, but it wasn't over the top. It's loud. It, it's it's acting. The guy was yeah, acting. Sure. Was he good? Not really. Was he over the top? I guess. I think having worked with teenagers for the past four years, mm-hmm. there are a lot of teens like that. I could see him in the teenagers that roam my hallways now. Yeah. Um, a lot of them beat you act up. like that. They get you in fights? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I I think I initially th- thought that when I first watched it, but then having now been around teenagers, I was like, oh yeah, this is how they act. Do you have like a they get called into the office and they're like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, a roadhouse of your own that you frequent? I don't. No. No. Nope. So he had a. You might clarify what you mean by that. The roadhouse is the bar. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is a bar, the roadhouse in Marshfield. It's not... I've never been in there. Me either. It's very close <laughs> but, to where I, my parents live, But it live looks too. like the Roadhouse in Twin Peaks a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, the big fight at the end. Yeah. Yes. The Roadhouse will come into play. 
as far as like a pilot is concerned, it's way too long. Yeah. And it. I think he really meant for it to be like a movie, though. Like I think absolutely. That's what he was. Going he just didn't for. have the actors for it. Like no. But there, it. I was surprised how soapy it really came off. Oh yeah, with Laura Palmer's mom, uh, mom like flipping out. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just it's it, it's soap opera. It's over the top. Like, and she's a good actress. So yeah. like it worked. Like she's really like losing her mind though because of this. Yeah. And so that's gonna come up over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wrote down who is Diane. Um, I wrote that they introed each character in a very good, like, solid way. They were able to like introduce the characters in a way that was like subtle yet hey you can have to remember these people they all get like one thing that you'll be able to remember them by yeah and they do a really good job building it out from there like everyone ends up with pretty good arcs yeah so lara flynn boyle plays lara's best friend what is her role in the pilot do you remember what do you mean her role like what she runs out of the school screaming right do you remember that part? She didn't run out of the school screaming, no. That Who was ra- someone else. Oh, okay. I, I did have trouble keeping track of the characters. So they, the town starts to find out that Laura Palmer was found dead. The principal was very broken up about it. Yeah. <laughs> that which was a, really, is a red flag. That was and a really so weird speech to it make was. over Donna and James are sitting in their class, and um, Audrey is in the same class, too. And Laura's seat is empty, and they're okay. kind of like confused by it. And then a cop walks in. And then a teacher, the teacher starts crying, and mm-hmm. then a girl runs out screaming. And so Donna is witnessing all this, okay. and she starts to piece it together that it's about Laura before the announcement is even made. See, I'm not going to fault myself for like mixing things up because no, no. I, the girls kind of look the same to me. You know, it's the the '90s, but it was kind of hard to keep track. Like, there's the couple who the boyfriend gets mad at the girlfriend for smoking cigarettes. They're married. Ma- like I had trouble following that a little bit. Well, so Bobby, you brought up Bobby, yes. dating Laura mm-hmm. on the side mm-hmm. is dating. What's her name? I always want to say Sherry, but that's her name in Gilmore Girls. Um, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, she, he's dating the waitress. We'll get her name. Um, Shelly. Okay. So he is at the diner having breakfast and goes to drive Shelly home and is going to go inside with her, but then sees the husband's truck is there. Mm-hmm. So when he's yelling at her for smoking cigarettes, ah. it's because there's two different kinds and he sees that. And but he, all he said was, you got to let me know when you smoke. No, he said, you only smoke one kind oh. of cigarette from now on or else I'll that choke very, you. Or that was very like dramatic that. because she, she was, he was driving up. And yeah. then they literally melted down. Because the truck, but he wasn't, the husband wasn't supposed to be home. It's a very dual looking truck. Yeah. Did you ever see Duel? Is that the name of it? Um, Where there's the two big trucks racing each other? I think it Maximum is Maximum Overdrive? Dual. No. Oh. I think it's Duel. But uh, that, yeah, that truck, I love how ominous it is. Just boom, it's there. Yeah. And he was that's Leo, freaked out. Right? Leo, yeah. That's yeah. Leo's, the husband's name. Leo's not a great guy. No. I didn't like, I didn't like his haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I hate a haircut where it's it's not necessarily a mullet, but like it is like a buzz on top, and it's mm-hmm. like a little long in the back, and you can tell he asked for it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I noticed that I thought that Sheriff Truman was the number one main inspiration for the sheriff in Stranger Things. Huh. Okay. Probably. Might not be true, but it, he just felt like... This, I don't think you're far off. Kind of yeah. like... A, from what I can tell so far, is that like he's he will defer to Dale Cooper. Um, he doesn't really offer much, but he means well. 
That's the first episode. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. He's um, he's the star of the department. I'll tell you that. Yeah. The department's uh, it's tough. So. <laughs> fucking Andy. <laughs> Who's Andy? Andy is the sheriff deputy who cries all the time. Oh, okay. He's dating the, what, I don't know what you call it. Lucy. Dispatcher. Yeah. Okay. Who plays Lucy? Uh, her name is. Wow, she, uh, Kimmy Robertson. Okay, I liked her. She's a good egg. She's a yeah. good egg. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She reminds me of E.G. Daly. Uh, who's that? Look her up. Okay. Uh, People at home, look her up. Look up E.G. Daly. I think she does the voice of... She reminds me of, like, Pamela Adlon in a way. Just her voice. Hmm. Like a, you know, Bobby Hill type. I know who Pam Adlon is. I, I, that's just what it reminded me of. Okay. Um... Yeah, like, I feel like I will dig the show, mm-hmm. and I'm obviously going to watch all of it, but I, I don't do well with, like, I, there's going to be some sort of supernatural element. There has to be. You'll find out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to reconcile that, though. You just have to go with it. That's the main thing with the show. Go with it. Don't question it a little. But see, when you watch a show like this, is that, lot. like, I do have to, like, appreciate the aesthetic of it. Yeah. And be like, this is a beautifully shot show. Yes. Um, and there are not many characters in TV, literature, movies, whatever, quite like Agent Dale Cooper. Yeah. And, you know, what... So his intro... He loves a Douglas fir. <laughs> well, he doesn't know what, the, what it is. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know, but he it's pretty it, obvious. He, like, it's the dichotomy between his character. So he's there for such a dark reason right he thinks mm-hmm. he's hunting this serial killer or what could be a serial killer but then at the same time he's just enraptured by everything this town is offering him the small he's very town observant life but he's, he's like, he's like but a romantic but yeah he loves it yeah romantic's the scene a good word for it when he first meets the sheriff and they go to the morgue and he's like you know sheriff sometimes people get upset if i come in and i take over but you have to be okay with that mm-hmm. and then he stops him and he's like what are those trees you yeah. have growing here? And the sheriff answers him. And then the next breath, he's like, okay, so I'm going to need the report on the girl's dead body. Like, just that, how quickly yeah, he I can mean, change. He's a very intriguing, charismatic character. But, like, what is the attraction with him throughout the last 30 years? Like, why do people, are why are they drawn to him? It's because of this character. Do you mean Kyle McLaughlin? No, I mean Dale Cooper. You'll get there. Okay. It just takes... Because right now, I just, I'm getting bits and pieces, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, that's cool. You haven't seen him enjoy any pie yet? Or, he or coffee? A little coffee in this he had, episode, he had, but not He had a little coffee. <laughs> no, not the damn fine coffee. I thought it was funny when he was like, I had a tuna fish sandwich. Great food. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cherry like, pie, how, he mentions it yeah, there. How but then, good could it have been? Like, that was my one <laughs> thought, was that, like, you're at a diner, and you got tuna fish. Like, unless it's fucking gone bad, it's gonna, it is what it is. I'm telling you. By the end of this series, you are going to want to find a diner and have some pie and I coffee. I don't think I've ever... He's definitely top three in your favorite male yeah, actor. Is, he, is so. he number one, though? I don't know. I don't know. Are you talking characters, characters all the time? yeah. TV characters. Oh, men. I, I wouldn't even know where to go with that. What would yours be? Uh, all Mad Men. I'm just kidding. Just I would kidding. say, like, <laughs> oh, I, you know, Roger would be top five. Yeah. Um, yeah. just all We'd have to think about shit, this, though. I think. But Dale Cooper's up there, definitely. Chris from The Sopranos. Chris Um 
Scott, yours would be Dexter. Um, Pat, who do you have from Entourage? I know you have to have someone from Entourage. I don't. I yeah. like Entourage, but <laughs> yeah. come on. Why, why are you going to blow my spot like that? <laughs> now, you would have the rest would be True Blood, right? So it would be Dale <laughs> Cooper and then four people from True Blood. You got it. I'm just trying to... See, that's what you just did to me. <laughs> um, but you did it to Scott, not me. I, w- I was going to say that no matter what. Okay. So I will say that um, two shows that I watch have are heavily influenced by Twin Peaks in their own unique way. One is Gilmore Girls, obviously. There wait, are, why is that obvious? Well, I mean, just because I talk oh, about okay, it every okay. episode. I thought you meant it was like obviously influenced. I'm like, wait no, a minute. No, but it is. If you watch Gilmore Girls and you have watched Twin Peaks, you do you can see the threads there. And Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband, Daniel Palladino, they are huge Twin Peaks fans, and they've actually brought in a lot of the actors throughout the series to play okay. different roles, including... The actress who plays Audrey, whose name I can't think of at the moment, she plays two different characters throughout the Gilmore Girls run. Sherilyn Fenn. How is she in the show? Good? Yeah. Because she's in The Return, and it's different. She's fine. She plays two like smaller yeah. little roles. Um, and then the other show, which you guys are not going to appreciate, is the show Psych. I don't think either of you have ever seen it. You know who would love Psych? Tony. Tony. Does he? He loves it, yeah. Dan he, likes it, too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but Psych has an entire episode dedicated to Twin Peaks called Dual Spires, which I thought you, I, the two of you would appreciate. I do like that. Yeah, that'd be like something Scott would say to me. <laughs> um, be, no, that would be the subject of an email. Yeah, that would be, be the subject of yes, an email exactly. that you would send. <laughs> so Dual Spires, they go to this small town to investigate a murder and there's a lot of the same actors from Twin Peaks that are in this episode as well. I think the two of you should watch it. Maybe when Pat when you finish the series, but Scott, okay. you could well, throw it on. Yeah. I will say that I watched the pilot. Um, it's very dense. I'm not doing it justice, but also I'm still absorbing everything. Like the fact that this was on network TV, that's a, a hurdle that I'm like I watch every scene and I'm like there's no cuts for commercial. How was this fucking edited? Oh, yeah, edited? there is. There is. No, but like, when I watch it, I'm like, where are the commercial breaks? Like, that's one thing I'm say- thinking. Well, they do some fade to blacks, yeah, and then, like, they come back. But, like, it's yeah. not, to me, it wasn't very obvious. Okay. Okay, I'm just, just saying. Right. Um, the last network show that I probably watched was Lost. Really? That might be, yeah. That might what be was right. the last network show you watched? I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know. I don't Think a, harder. I, don't I won't. It's probably lost. Like and while it was airing, you mean? No, just legitimately like oh. a network show, like on the ABC. Good place? Um, oh, the, uh, no, I, it has to be an hour-long drama. An hour-long drama. Uh, the Killing, maybe for me. Is that AMC? Yeah. I I mean, I'm talking like Big Four. The Big Four, baby. Oh, jeez. Community I don't broadcast know. standards. What is even on those for dramas? Blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> SUV. SUV. SUV is one of them. SVU. <laughs> I'm going to play the theme again because it, it's a great background music. The, the, the suburban theme? <laughs> I'm going to play the Jeep Patriot. So I read somewhere, I don't know if it's, this is true, but they are saying Twin Peaks was the first water cooler show. Which That's, is sort of why it did so well. The soap opera, well. too, aspect of it. Yeah. Lends well to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because before that, there really wasn't any like, like mysteries on air that weren't episodic. You know, like Emily. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go you. ahead. 
Did you know that there is a actual Laura Palma diary that was yes. produced? I did know that. Have you ever seen it? No. Well, I bought one, so you did. You know. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it existed, and I was just looking at things. And I did start you, listening to the audio of the Twin Be- Peaks book that came out a few years ago. I read that one. Yeah, I thought you read it. Okay, the audio is a full cast, including many of the cast members. Oh, really? From the show? That yeah. was written by Mark Frost. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty decent. Okay. It's it's interesting enough. Does that not include any return talk in it? I don't know. I haven't seen the return, so. Well, I'm just saying, if you're listening to it, I don't want you to get spoiled. Okay. Scott, was the return satisfying? Mostly, yeah. Okay. It's insanely long. Lynch, Lynch, as you may have noticed, likes likes to bleed a scene a little bit, let yeah. it play out. And so there is, this is a spoiler warning, but mm-hmm. there is a four-minute scene of a guy sweeping the roadhouse. <laughs> That's all he's doing is just sweeping. Okay. Like, just walking around sweeping. And it's four minutes. Fine by me. I mean, I liked... Um, I like that Roadhouse scene it, because it reminded me of the movie Roadhouse. Yeah. Is that what they were going for? I don't know. Pat, what did you think of the music, the band in the Roadhouse? The movie? No. Or, <laughs> it didn't, I don't really remember. It was so, the lady singing. Yeah. Very high pitched. It's very uh, Cocteau Ethi- Twins-esque. Ethereal. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Dream um, Pop. I forget the name of the band, but I can find out quickly. You know... I am. I've been known to take too many notes when watching a show and to not actually enjoy it. And I, specifically, I was trying to like watch the show and just watch it like organically and be like, "All right, this is what." And that's why I had to watch it a few times. Like, I still don't even know if it's for me. Yeah, I will be surprised if you come away enjoying it. The first season really? is only like, eight episodes, so get through that. Oh, I, I, I totally will. Okay. It's filling a void right now, as far as my media is concerned. What void? What has left that that left that void? I really dug Mary of Easttown. Okay. Um, I love that. I, um, this uh, this I know is true. The Mark mm. Ruffalo show. That was like nine months ago. Well, it was the most emotionally jarring thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um, so this is a a void that's been open for a while. But it's not. It's too supernatural for me so far. I don't see an, uh, a what, resolution. What was supernatural? The music? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think you've maybe read some stuff that I is giving see, you that. I, yeah, yeah. Because there's nothing I, in this I episode. I have no spoilers, but like I did see some reviews that were like, the ending is not of this world. might have been what they said. Yeah, but pump up, get there, will you? I will get. I'm going to watch it. All right, but don't let. You, still, you say you didn't read anything about it, and yet you managed to read like season <laughs> no. one finale spoilers. <laughs> no, like I went down to the reviews, like the legit reviews in the wiki article. I did not read any synopsis. Okay, I didn't read a synopsis of episode one. I just wanted to know like what the vibe was when this was released. Yeah, because if this came out today, this would be like a crazy water cooler show. I don't know. It's the market, if you will, is so oversaturated mm-hmm. that it might not make much headway. I think it would find its little community of watchers. I like that. The little community of watchers. It's nice. Did you ever hear of Dark on Netflix? That's the German show? It's a German time travel. Yeah. Did you watch it? No. <laughs> but it, I think it would have a similar type following. I saw people online that loved it. They were like, this is great. This yeah. is for me. They they did it on The Watch. They did a whole bunch of episodes on it. 
and it's just a wild show that's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But people like it a lot, yeah. even if it's mostly nonsensical. Yeah. I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Next week, we'll talk about episode two. You, you got two and three. You will get, we're going to do two and three? Yeah, why not? Okay. They're only an hour long. We have a lot to talk about next week. In the Heights. Yeah. Which is... We'll just start watching the show. We'll talk. You don't have to... Okay. okay. I'll just let you know where I'm at. And what were we going to do for music? Uh, your sister recommended Okay. a musical artist who's <laughs> Joy Olad. Oladakin? Joel Oladipo. You were going to practice this. I know, and I forgot. You had 48 hours. And are we going to... I recommended another woman named Angie, or he, uh, oh, a person boy. named Angimaly, who's really good. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, and then, is your brother coming on to talk MCU? Are we... So what is the schedule for next weekend? Friday. 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 Okay. Friday is good. I will get Tim for Loki. Okay. <laughs> This sucks. I have to watch Loki. <laughs> I have no problem listening to new music. Uh, I have to watch more Twin Peaks. In the Heights? I have to watch In the Heights. We can, which, we can, we can hold off Twin, In the Heights. No, we can push no. Twin Peaks. Or the, we can push whatever If you I'm want. ready for Twin Peaks, we'll talk Twin Peaks. Okay. I will definitely watch it. Okay. Right. Next week, In the Heights. Yep. Joy Oladakin. Joel Oladakin. Uh, That's it. We'll Joy. wait for Angimaly, but I want you guys to listen to that. We'll save that for another episode. Okay. All right. Loki, I will watch. And then we'll have Tim on to talk about it. It's a jam-packed show. It is. Can't wait. I don't think we'd want it any other way. Uh, so now I have to edit this thing together. Yeah. You ever hear this song before? This is an Italian song no, by a guy so. who wrote a song where he doesn't speak English, but he made it sound like an English song. Was and this I, in a show? I don't know. Okay. It's all gibberish. It might have been fun. a show. Scott, what do you think? It is fun. Yeah, I, uh, it's one of my favorite songs. So, all right, we'll all right. edit this together in something that's listenable. Hey, you know what? If we can say one thing about this weekend, is that change the batteries in your smoke detectors. Okay, <laughs> guys. Be safe. All right. Be, be smart. safe. Good God. I mean, in this heat, is it the humidity or is your house on fire? You might not know. Could just be a dust bunny. Yeah, it could be. All right. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. See ya. Let face go.